fantasy football has become a major reality for millions of fans. Makes him off to the 30. He's gone. He's gone. What a move. It takes skill to win your fantasy championship, separating the zeros. He goes to the near side, and it's picked off. Intercepted. From the fantasy heroes. Down the middle, it's caught over the shoulder in the end zone. Buckle up your chin strap for the fantasy fix. Today, we're pleased to be joined by Dennis Farrell from Fantasy Football Geekly. Dennis, thanks for taking the time. Let's start with Cam. Two weeks ago, the general conversation Sounded like this. What's wrong with a former league MVP coming back from the shoulder procedure? Then he had the breakout game last week at Gillette Stadium. What's the outlook moving forward? You know, I don't hate him going forward. I still have him ranked in the top ten. He's going up against a surprisingly good Detroit defense. Uh, Look, Cam Newton's going to have his up and downs. He always has. Any fantasy owner has him knows that he can have a 30-point game. He can have a 10-point game, and you've seen it this season. He's bouncing back, but I think if he can survive Detroit, put up a good 16-17, to the outlook's pretty good the rest of the season. Philadelphia, Chicago, Tampa Bay, Atlanta, and Miami, you can ride a pretty decent streak of 20-plus games right there. Dennis, when you look at uh, Tyler Eifert, he's out. Tyler Croft had a big game for the Bengals. Is he worth picking up? I'm a little bit worried. He's got some knee injuries that have been lingering since preseason. Now he's bothered by a neck. I kind of have him as a low-end tight end, especially with a couple decent tight end matchups coming up. You know, Austin Severian Jenkins could be a sleeper tight end this week that you might want to take a look at instead. We react emotionally when it comes to fantasy football, in part because pride's on the line. You want to win your championship. So what would you tell fantasy owners saying, I got to pick up Wayne Gullman based on what he did for the Giants last week in Tampa Bay. Pump your brakes a little bit. As much as I like him, this is not a very good matchup for him going forward this week. I actually have him ranked just outside the top 30 in my ring. Actually, it's a great matchup against the Chargers. But after that, there are other players that you might want to look at. Wendell Smallwood, Latavius Murray. Uh, maybe Isaiah Correll or Duke Johnson, who's been kind of sneaking around on some waiver wires out there. But I do like him a little bit more than Alex Collins, who has some fumbling problems, which might cost him the job. So don't give up on uh, Javarius Allen there just yet. And Aaron Jones, who's everybody's rushing out to pick up. But Ty Montgomery's starting to practice with those broken ribs, and I think that's going to cut into Aaron Jones if Ty Montgomery plays. But Goldman. Uh, you know, you pick him up now. He, he, he's got that name by you where you could probably wrap him up in a deal. Uh, he's got Denver, Seattle next. You might want to be a little bit cautious. i got to see him do it one more time before I throw him in my lineup. Uh, at this point, do you bump the value of any player facing the Browns? Absolutely. The Browns give up the second most points to the tight ends, and they're playing the Jets, Austin Safari, and Jenkins. They have fourth against quarterbacks, 16th against running backs, so I'll be a little bit worried about Jets running backs this week. But they give up the second most points to the defense, which if the Jets are sitting on your waiver wire and you have a team on the bye, the Jets' defense might be very sneaky here. Fantasy Fix today being provided by Dennis Farrell from Fantasy Football Geekly. Dennis, let's talk about another running back situation in Philadelphia. No Darren Sproles broke his arm towards ACL same play a couple weeks ago. How much are you buying LeGarrette Blunt now, considering I think we all went wild coming away from that one magnificent run he had on the road against the Chargers last week? You said it all right there. One magnificent run that, that really set up 
a, a good day for him. He only had four extra carries than he has on the norm. He has put up double-digit fantasy points in three of the first four games. But you look at his schedule going forward, and I'm a little bit worried about him production-wise. And you'll hope for goal line carries. Arizona, Carolina, Washington, who surprisingly has an amazing defensive season. San Francisco is a good matchup. They put seventh in the league in fantasy points against running back. Denver, then the bye week. So he'll be a little excited, but he's got a rough road ahead. So does Smallwood. So I might be a little bit worried and if you got another option, maybe one or two of these games, if he's not getting in the end zone, he doesn't have a ton of value against a run-heavy good defense. Moving forward, would you rather have Ezekiel Elliott, who you know I, I really love a lot, or Ty Gurley? You know what? I'm glad you asked this question because I get this one a lot. You know, you'd be shocked to find out that Gurley only has 85 more rushing yards than Zeke. It, it, you say that with 10 more carries, but Zeke's getting in the end zone, or Gurley's getting in the end zone right now. Zeke's not, and Gurley's very prominent in the passing game. He leads the Ravens in targets right now, and that's going to continue. And I, I feel like the end zone's going to continue. Zeke's going to struggle. Zeke's not a bad guy to have, but you're not going to get him cheap, and I'm not trading Tar Gurley for Zeke Elliott anytime soon. And we still have one more hurdle that we should hear about this week, whether Zeke plays the rest of the season or not. And when it comes to fantasy football, Peace of mind is always something that I kind of want to have with my running backs. And you don't have that right now with Ezekiel Elliott, at least this week. Dennis, last one for me. What is going on with Demarius Bebe Thomas in Denver, and would you continue to ride with him? Not at all. This guy has – he's always had stone hands. But when Peyton Manning's throwing to you, it kind of makes things a little bit easier. He doesn't have Peyton Manning throwing. And we're starting to see the, the Demarius Thomas that he really is. He's been just dropping passes left and right, not getting targeted a ton. I think he had caught one out of five targets last week. This is a guy I'm not just, I'm not going to drop because there's always one sucker in the league that will pay name value for a guy like Demarius Thomas and Amari Cooper. And if there's not a guy in your league, it's you. So be careful if someone's offering you those two wide receivers because they think you're a sucker. Dennis, what have you learned about Tom Brady um, and him using Brandon Cook and Chris Hogan? You know, Hogan's value is always murky, especially with Danny Amendola. He's said it many times. He trusts Amendola. I think he likes him a little bit more. Hogan and Amendola, though, they seem to cancel each other out. You can't go wrong at a flex play, but we all know about the Patriots. Patriots. You cannot trust any one guy but Tom Brady. Running backs, wide receivers, and now you've got Gronkowski with this injury. I think it helps Hogan's value and Amendola going forward if this seems to hamper him. But, uh, you know, we're just waiting for that one Gronk broken leg to put him out for the rest of the season anyways, which it seems like he is a master of bad luck for fantasy owners. If I'm a Gronk owner, I'm looking to trade him before anything gets worse. But going back to Hogan, I, I think he's all right, but, Anything more than five catches is PPR league. That's the only time he has value. Standard leagues, I'm shying away from those two guys. Dennis, strong debut. We appreciate the information. Tune in is a global brand. Got a tweet from a listener in Australia yesterday. What should our inter- international audience know about fantasy football geekly? You know, I try to have a lot of my celebrity friends on. You know, if you've seen HBO Veep, HBO's Veep, I have a couple of those guys on to talk fantasy football. Super Troopers or Beer Fest. I have a couple of those guys that come on. Uh, we're not too nerdy. It's more conversational-based, and we try to entertain. You can 
boring numbers anywhere, but not a ton of entertaining fantasy football talk, and I try to provide that. Outstanding, and I appreciate the name. That's creative as well. Thank you, Dennis. We'll chat with you soon on the NFL on TuneIn. Thanks, guys. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on TuneIn.